Hey, so uh, today we are on part five, our conclusion of our series called More Than Enough. We're outside, got leaves blowing around. Uh, we've been looking at Ephesians chapter three, verses 14 through 21. Today we are focused on uh, verse 20, and it's because 2020 may seem like it's more than enough. And, and you would be human if you are experiencing just the constant confusion about coronavirus. One doctor says this, another doctor says that, someone else who's got a YouTube channel says this. It constant confusion. Um, and certainly politics is not helping. Maybe you're, you've, you've been feeling some anger, some frustration, um, as it relates to po- politics, this election season. Um, that would be normal human nature to be frustrated with that. Uh, maybe you've been, overwhelmed by the challenges of what's going on in our economy or what's going on with online school and and and, and what's the next announcement going to be what's going to happen trying to figure out a new way of, of doing life and maybe all of uh, carrying all of this just gets overwhelming it, it can seem like more than enough but i want to let you know that god can give you love and spiritual strength beyond what you have beyond what you need it's true it's possible it can be real for you um we all i think are in a place of feeling like we need more spiritual strength than we were born with that's normal and now is not the time for us to fake it until you make it this is not the day to just shout down every challenge no this is a time for us to really receive a spiritual transformation Uh, a strength that comes from God by receiving his love. It's the time for that. Ephesians chapter three, verse 20 says this. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us. It's already activated. If, If we're a Jesus follower, the power of God is already activated inside us. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. This is one of those verses that would be easy to skip over, maybe easy to not catch the meaning of. This is one of those verses that's maybe even easy to misinterpret. And in the original language, the Greek, this is definitely one of those verses where the English language shows its limitation. And so I just want to read it from a couple different translations. And I want you to understand something. There are reputable translations of the Bible that might choose different words at different places. It's not a contradiction. It doesn't mean that the Bible isn't reliable. No, it means that in the original, and this is true, even outside of Scripture with any book or or translation, English is a language that is limited. And you need multiple things to express some things from other languages. There are other languages that are just more expressive. Maybe they have more words. Maybe they have more meaning. And so this is one of those things, kind of like we talked about before with the love of God, where when different people in your life have learned unique things about the love of God, we can share them with each other and we learn more about it. We learn more about it through these different perspectives on it. And so the different translations of this verse help us understand more about what it means. And they're all faithful translations to the original language. I can tell you that because I study it in the original language. So here, let's check this out. So 
New King James, now to him who is, a, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. The NIV says it this way. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we all ask or imagine according to his power at work within us. The ESV, which is great for the study part. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than we, uh, than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. God can give you love and spiritual strength beyond what you have, beyond what you need. What we're seeing here is that in this verse, Paul is inspired by God to write the letter to the Christians in Ephesus. Paul's been imprisoned, remember? His life is being threatened. He doesn't know if this is the last letter that he will send to them. These words are important. And he writes to them. And in this really short verse in verse 20, he's using a double infinity kind of word. It's kind of like, hey, God, God's love, God's ability is to infinity and beyond. That's the kind of thing that Paul is literally saying with this double infinity kind of description. It's more, more, more. It's way more, way more. You know how in the English language you can use a word twice and it means something different. Like, boy, that burrito was hot. That burrito was hot, hot. This is that kind of a phrase, more than enough. Now, let's set it in our context one more time. Let's go to the text, Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 21, so we get where this verse 20 is lifted out of. Verse 14, when I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. And Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God, who is able, through his mighty power at work, within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. We get just great truth that we can unpack from this passage where Paul inspired by God is writing his prayer, what he hopes, what he dreams, what he desires for these believers who, hey, like us, they had some years that were more challenging than others. Like us, they they got stressed, they got worried, they got overwhelmed. They, they found a need to get outside and be reminded from the outdoors that this world is bigger than just me and my problems. And it wasn't easy for them, like it might not be easy for us to hear the call of Jesus to, hey, abandon a me first lifestyle, come to me. All you are weary and heavy laden, but cast your cares on me because I care about you. That, that might not have been the easiest thing for them to hear. But here in this passage, 
we read a few things that are really important for us to understand. Okay, so from verse 17, God's love is the source of our spiritual strength. Our spiritual strength, that's where it should come from. A personal relationship with Jesus brings us love and spiritual strength. Like a tree draws from its roots, we can draw spiritual strength from the love of Jesus. Like a house on a secure foundation, we can rely on the strength of God. Uh, Verses 18 and 19, God can give us the ability to learn the love that the love of Jesus, it covers everything. It is everywhere we need it to be. For any area where we don't have love or strength, Jesus' love is there. It covers it. You have coverage there. We learn more and experience more about this together when we share the experience together. We also see in verse 19 that God's love includes his ability to make us complete, filling inadequacies, removing faults. And we got to learn how to match up the love of Jesus with any area of lack in our lives. This is such important truth, such helpful truth for us today. This truth from this verse is something that we should learn. We should memorize the verse. We should meditate on the verse. That's how it can be life-giving to us. So again, to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. God can give you love and spiritual strength beyond what you have, beyond what you need. More than enough. Way more. Way more than expected. Way more than expected. I don't know, maybe uh, some of us have been involved lately with looking up uh, science experiments on YouTube uh, to help the learning atmosphere in our house uh, with the kids. And so maybe you've come across something that's called elephant toothpaste. Um, it is this, uh, I guess you could say, a fantastic foamy fountain. And I want to put up a, a video. Of course, Mark Rober, the former uh, NASA scientist who's got technology developed on Mars right now. Mark Rober, of course, took that to a whole new level. Let's take a look at that. (laughs) And that is way more. That was way more than enough. (laughs) Think about it. If I am going to draw strength from the love found in Jesus, that is way more, that is exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think. It can be that kind of an explosion of love of strength in my life. That's what God wants for you. And what I like about this video is that Mark Rober is throwing a birthday party for a boy named Fletcher. He's sharing it. The reality is that the love of Jesus is designed to be received, enjoyed, and then shared. That's such a a critical thing for us. When I find spiritual strength from God, like is talked about in this verse, 
It is sourced in the love that God has shown me through Jesus. That's how it, and, and, and that spiritual strength, it is a stability and it is a force. So what do we learn uh, from this passage? Well, first, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. Number two, God can give you love and spiritual strength beyond what you have and beyond what you need. It's possible. It is possible. And number three, what we clearly see in this passage is that God is alive. God is aware. God is able. God is active. Come on, I want you to think about it. Think about what you're reading in this passage. Think about what you've seen, what you've observed in your life. In, in, in the challenges that you may have faced in your life, maybe life is feeling like you don't have enough. Listen, I have been there before. I have been overwhelmed before. I have been weak before. And I found that if I just focused on myself, there wasn't progress. There wasn't change. But what I found is that by receiving the love of Jesus and, and learning and experiencing and processing what it means, there was a change inside of me. And I went from being at a place of looking at my life like this body of water. Like right now today, I'm not at a state of fitness where I could swim all the way across this body of water. Probably not even if I thought my life depended upon it. But with the love that comes from God, a strength that is sourced in. And I want you to understand this, like, what we're talking about is coming to a realization that God knew you when you were in your mother's womb. God knows the number of hairs on your head. You may have been misunderstood by other people. You may, you may have had people made assumptions about who you were, what you were like, and just walk away from friendship with you, never even told you why. Maybe you were gossiped about. Maybe you were hurt. Maybe you were uh, abused, abandoned by people. Whatever the situation that has gone in, gone on in your life, God is not that to you. God knows you better than you know yourself. God knows you better than anyone else, and God loves you. He has been watching you your whole life. He has been aware of you your whole life. He cares about you. He cares about you deeply. God loves you. He cares about you. And when you start to wake up to and learn and experience the love of God and what it means. And, and what I'm talking about is you have a, a new season of your life where you now have experienced something about God's love that you never had experienced before, where you now have learned something to be true about the love of God that you had never learned before. When you come into that level, all of a sudden there's a new spiritual strength. Okay, so there's nothing in the bank account. But you know what? God loves me. Close that one. And when there's more money, I'll open another one. There's there's just a change. And I don't think God wants us to be foolish with our finances, obviously. But what I'm talking about is that when we face challenges in life, but we have realized that God loves us, there's a spiritual strength that we draw from it. It is love-sourced strength. Because God can give you love and spiritual strength beyond what you have, beyond what you need, because God is alive, God is aware, God is able, and God is active. Now, 
what should we do about this? What should we do about this? Well, one, receive the love of God through Jesus Christ. After all that God has done to give us an opportunity to receive grace and relate to him through grace, it would be a mistake for us not to receive salvation through Jesus. Live wholehearted devotion life through Jesus. Receive the love of God through Jesus. Confess your mistakes. Receive forgiveness, cleansing, a washing away of guilt. God doesn't want you walking around with that. I mean, knowing and understanding what was wrong in the past will help you not make the mistakes again in the future. So an awareness can be helpful. Uh, That's the difference between worldly sorrow and godly sorrow. God can give us an awareness of what should change, but we shouldn't be walking around carrying it with condemnation. No, there's no condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ. Receive the love of God through Jesus. Number two, come on, be in a relationship with God. So pray, talk with God, read You know, God has already spoken. You should look at the Bible as God is speaking to you through it. Read the scripture. Listen to what God is saying through the scripture and in your quiet time with God. Pray, read, listen, and then write out what you have learned. What are you experiencing? What are you finding? What is the plain, simple truth of scripture saying? What should you do about it? These simple steps of praying, of reading, of listening, of writing out what you learned are going to help you grow in a spiritual strength, an ability to go forward in life in the coming 12 months with a strength you didn't have in the last. Now, number three, match up the love-sourced strength of God with any area of lack in you. Let's talk about this. I didn't do a very good job of explaining this last week, and that's partially because I left my notes at home before I hiked all the way out here. That was my bad. So a couple of examples for us. So let's say, for example, that you are still feeling insecure about God's forgiveness of you. Maybe you are still you're carrying around guilt from your past and you just you don't know if God's forgiven of you, forgiven you of it. You don't know if God's still thinking about it, holding it against you. You're just not sure about that. Well, listen. Read the verses about God's forgiveness of sins. Learn about it. Read, engage, study, learn about it, and you will start to have a growing confidence, a faith that includes reason because you have learned about what God has already said about the way he forgives sin. God comes down to earth and reveals himself to Moses, Exodus chapter 34, verses 6 through 7, and As it relates to people who are willing to confess their wrongs and repent of it, to ask forgiveness, he says he forgives thousands of generations. He says, and the word pictures God gives when he describes his forgiveness is he receives a one-time sin, a repeated mistake, and a lifestyle of sin. When you confess, when you make a turnaround, God's forgiveness is there. So what we got to do is this is the love of God revealed through Jesus We learn about that, and then we match it up to this area of lack that's inside of us. Maybe another example for you is that you're feeling anxiety about the current events. And I mean, who isn't, right? I think everybody is feeling some sort of anxiety about current events. 
Well, if I'm going to draw strength from God's love for myself and our world, I've got to shift my focus a little bit. Now, hear me. I'm not talking about being ignorant about what's going on in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in our world. I'm not talking about um, just not voting. I'm not talking about just walking away from society. But what I am talking about is check yourself. Am I more focused on current events than I am focused on God? God wants us to be in this world, affecting it for, for good, loving the people that he's put around us, doing good to right the wrongs. God does want us to be active. But what we see very clearly from Jesus is that we're to love God with the best of our energy and love our, love our neighbors in the same way we take care of ourselves. So my focus should be leaning towards, my focus should be shifted towards God, receiving God's love and sharing it with others more than it is current events. And that's going to help us in our anxiety. So this is another example of how I can take the love of God through Jesus and match it up with an area of lack in me. Now, another one would be, say I'm discovering a pattern of mistakes in my life. Maybe through coronavirus, I've slipped into some secret sin. I'm self-medicating by doing some things that I shouldn't be doing or by avoiding doing things that I should be doing. I'm self-medicating to try to ease the pain, to try to have comfort in my soul. But I'm realizing that I'm feeling guilt because it's it's a pattern of mistakes. Well, hey, let the love of Jesus, the things that we've already talked about today, become the basis for a new lifestyle for you. Let the love of Jesus motivate you to walk away from those mistakes, from those patterns of behavior. Let the love of Jesus inform new decision-making. That's how we take the love of God and we match it up with our area of lack. This isn't, hey, God, comfort me, but this is what God designed for our relationship to be like with him. I'm more focused on God than anything else. I'm loving God with the best of my energy, and I'm growing through the process. Now, the last one, number four, of what we should do with this message is share the journey with others. We talked about it before in the past. uh, One of the fathers of the early uh, church in Africa in the first Uh, the the first days of the church in Africa wrote about this eloquently in, in, in writing about this passage of Ephesians. We will have a more full expression of the love of Jesus. We will have learned more about the love of Jesus when we are learning from each other what the other person is learning about it. This is a part of God's design. God did not wire us to go through life as a solo act. You, that that's just not the way this works best for best results in your life share the journey speak the truth in love to someone else now you will notice that in this verse God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we might ask or think it's describing more than enough and um, I've in the past of volunteered working with, uh, you know, little kids in, in church. And we used to sing this song, my God is so big, so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. That's a part of what we're talking about here. God is greater than, bigger than any of the challenges that we are facing in this life. 
God loves you today. He cares about you today. And one of the reasons for the phrase more than enough in the title of this message is that everything we're talking about here, everything that we are seeing here is not only for you. It is also for the people that God has put around you. Who are the people? Who are the people that God has put around you in your life, in your neighborhood? Um, Think about them. Pray for them. Reach out to them. Talk to them. They probably need someone to talk to. This is a message that is best when we share it with somebody else. So please do share it with somebody else. Hey, I want you to know that Rebecca and I, we care about you a great deal. We're praying for you weekly. We want to hear from you, prayer requests. Uh, I'd just like to pray for you um, as it relates to this message today and this series that we've been on. I hope it's been helpful to you. I really do hope that you will have uh, be spending some time in Ephesians 3, 14 through 21 and allowing God to spark your imagination, allowing something spiritual to happen. Not something where you fake it till you make it. Not something that is um, something that you force, but where you're truly receiving the love that God has for you, where you're thinking about it, where it's affecting you, where you are realizing that there is something that you can do, even in the midst of coronavirus and election time and all these things that are going on right now. Please, let's not be the people that are just hunkered down, waiting to see what bad thing is going to happen. But let us instead wake up to the reality that God is available to us today. God is speaking to us today. God desires to spend time with us today. And that God has put around us people who are alive today, who are also going through the challenges that we are going through, and who to whom we can reach out and be a support to. But uh, uh, let's pray together right now. Uh, with this message. Lord, I'm so thankful that you have Jesus, um, Father God, that you have Jesus, the Son, there with you, describing what life on earth is like. I thank you for that. I thank you that you're not ignorant about the human life, that you have always been um, aware of what's going on with the human race and that you've learned about human life. And God, you, you, you know that this is not easy for us and that um, even though the times today, they're, they're not worse than they were in 1917, 18 and 19. Uh, God, they're still tough. They're still unprecedented. And for, for most of us, we're facing challenges that are greater than we've ever seen in our lifetime. Things that are more uncertain than we've ever seen in our lifetime. But God, we may not know the future But we know you, the God of the future. And Lord, where we are exhausted, where we are weak, where we are running out of energy, where we are finding our love to be inadequate, we ask that you would fill us with your love. Help us to receive your love, enjoy your love, and share your love. Help us to draw strength from this love. God, let it affect us for good for the rest of our lives. God, we we want to draw closer to you. We want to hear your voice. We want to walk with you. Would you please help us with that today in the name of Jesus? Amen. Amen.